We've just had some aggressive. Well, I've been waking up in the morning going for walks, feeling healthy. Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I didn't expect to be under attack like this. It's 110 outside. Yeah, it fucking oh, sucks. The walks are really hard. I go trying to get to a 711. At least not now. Not that we're allowed to. Damn podcast. You're allowed to when it's 110. My shirt's outside. off. That's all right. My That's pants all right. It's loose. Only, it's all right. It's only 94. God damn. My pants are loose. My shirt is off. I'm ready to talk about fucking the worst movies. We are. <laughs> Hello, yeah, everyone, finally... and welcome to episode 37 of World's Strongest Podcast, Kai. I am your host, the Shattered Saiyan's Ballsack, and these are my co-hosts, Metacooler's Foot, the Big Getty Star, and Android's 13's Fist. <laughs> God dang, dang, old plum did it now, y'all. <laughs> I got to be and feet. welcome. As you could probably tell by that introduction, uh, we finished Cell, which was great. Woo, so now woo. we're moving back into the Dragon Ball Z movies, which oh. is a they're a mixed bag to say the hey look world. Can we just ins- can we just go back and insert like a wet juicy fart noise for like twelve seconds there? <laughs> just just a solid. And that's the episode. All right, everybody go. Everybody go home. <laughs> no, I got. I want to talk about how fun this guy's accent is for like two of these minutes. Yeah, uh, but today we're going to be talking about DBZ Movie 6 and DBZ Movie 7. DBZ Movie 6 is the return of Cooler. Which Ooh, is friend. The gang, yeah. The gang travels to New Namek when Dende senses that the planet is in trouble, only to find a massive spacecraft has landed, releasing an army of robots to enslave the Namekians. They learn the craft, called the Big Getty Star, is carrying a revived metallic cooler, and Goku and Vegeta must team up to take him down. And movie 7, Super Android 13. Dr. Giro is killed, but his legacy lives on. His supercomputer creates three new androids to take down Goku and friends. 14, 15, and the dreaded trucker-hatted Android 13. Yeehaw. Yeah, and that's really all you need to know plot-wise for either of these films. If I'm being <laughs> honest, they're pretty plot-light, uh, which shouldn't be too surprising. But, yeah. Um, We're yeah. jumping right into fucking Return of Cooler. Because we all, I remember us all feeling pretty, like, decent about Cooler's Revenge, the first movie with Cooler. It was yeah, a it was solid, fun. like, five or six out of ten, yeah. Yeah. Which, I'll also say, like, this is our first sequel movie. Our first movie that actually is a straight-up continuation of another one. Also the only Um, one. Well, that's not true. Broly has got three of them. Yeah, Broly got three, which we are going to... We're going to have a field day with Broly. We're almost... We're we're going to watch the Broly movie soon. Oh, yeah, no. Next episode's going to be Broly and BoJack. Fuck yeah. Yeah, Bojack, the movie that broke DBZA, so... You're right, and I'm... once we're past that, we're gonna have to come up with our own material. Yeah, once oh, we beat shit, that, we're right. actually actually funnier than DBZA, canonically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll suddenly have to be funny. Oh, That's gonna God. be, I think, a bit of a challenge, but I think it's we a can lot pull of pr- it off. It's a lot of pressure. I mean, they didn't do much work, so... <laughs> Damn! <laughs> 
Get fucked. Yeah, we're starting a feud with DBZA now. We, uh, we already we've had, had one. one. We've going. had one. <laughs> like, we declared we this one. at the end of Dragon Ball because they were That's... high on the Red Ribbon Army and we were all like, y'all are fucking high. And we challenge yeah. you with our like 12 listeners. <laughs> Higher now. I'm... I still keep getting, like, shocked when I see other Dragon Ball fans talk about how much they love the Red Ribbon Army saga. Because I'm like, did we watch They must arc? not have watched it. Yeah, they're all like, it's so fun and adventurous. I'm like, it just meanders for... So anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's fun and adventurous. <laughs> speaking of meandering, Return of Cooler. The first thing I noticed about this movie is how long this fucking eclipse shot is at the beginning of just <laughs> yeah. like a establishing of the planet. And I realized really quickly that this was indicative of the rest of the film. Because if there's just... This film feels so padded. And it just right out the gate opens with a shot that just goes on way longer than it should. Uh, that's because I'm pretty sure the script for this movie is like three pages. Oh, that's it's, that's way over guessing. It, it. it feels really padded for a film that also is forty five minutes long and moves relatively quickly. It just feels so fucking slow the whole time, and then it well, just kind of ends, and everyone yeah, just kind of gives a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like even from this opening shot, like it just seems like they're milking each establishing shot to try and make up for lost time. I will say. In here is already the first part of the movie that I like. It, there's there's like one part of this movie that I like, and it's like some of the visuals. I won't even say all of them, but there are some good visual shots here. I do like the shot of like the big Getty scar star eclipsing. <laughs> the what a stupid sun. fucking name. It's such a fucking stupid name. I need to look up where that name came from. It's the I did best not part of the movie. Research. Yeah, there's nothing quite like hearing Cooler come in trying to look like intimidating and have to say the words, the Big Getty Star. Yeah, the Big Getty Star is just a really weird ass name. Um, I don't know where it comes from. I just I know that it's very silly. And every time I hear Cooler try to sound intimidating while talking about it, it's very funny. Um, according I to the Dragon Ball wiki, the Getty and Big Getty Star comes from Getemono, the Japanese for cobbled together, which is fitting. That's that what it actually, says. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that, that makes sense. So it was the big, uh -huh. like, trash star. I would have thought it was quite for spaghetti, yet. because then yeah. it would have been, like, it's an amalgamation of a bunch of things that go cobbled together. <laughs> spaghetti. But no, here is just, uh... We haven't quite gotten to the full, like, explanation of it yet, as it just sort of opens with it, like, kind of coming in through the stars, and you see, like, these big tendrils shoot out from the central ball as it sort of wraps itself around Nunamic, which you even see, like, it kind of trails off, like, you know, a rocket re-entering the atmosphere. Mm -hmm. Um it's actually it's really cool visually. <laughs> it's a cool shot. Shame it's like three minutes long for some reason. Yeah, I feel like it's like one of those things where you watch like some movies where they just really milk certain like shots and it, it feels really cool and then it just starts to get excessive. <laughs> uh, this one does that almost immediately and it feels like it never quite recovers. Um, it doesn't help the writing is not really there either, but we get like that shot, the Namekians freaking out and then Dende all the way from Earth who... Uh, Yo, Dende's the fucking guardian? What? 
Yeah, so obviously all these movies aren't canon, as we've discussed in the past. But usually they try to slot them in in a spot where it will at least kind of work. Mm-hmm. Some of them are a little rough just because, like, like World's Strongest at best would be while Goku is in the hospital and he's not. Um, so there's, like, they never quite fit in, but they're usually okay. So y'all want y'all this... want to know when this movie came out? When? March 7th, 1992 in Japan. You want to know where the manga was at this point? Where? Piccolo versus Imperfect Cell. Oh, wow. Wait, Dende wasn't even... Exactly. Dende... So they gave away that Dende was going to become the guardian of yep, Earth. He's just, he's just here. Didn't they just like hanging out? <laughs> that would Which explain also, why... where it comes out, Piccolo's like the strongest person in this movie, and it's very funny. Yeah. Well, I mean, where it... Ah, God, where that puts it, then, because that makes sense, because there's, like, Dende's the guardian of Earth, but Gohan is not a Super Saiyan yet. It's, like, the two things that don't quite meld well in this mm-hmm. film. So I'm pretty sure those happen pretty close together. Uh, Dende well, yeah, like is guardian of day. Earth. And, yeah. But that that's the weird part where you can't really place this one very smoothly in the timeline. Um, the rest of them are, like, fine. Um, I feel like you could probably say Return of Cooler, or Revenge of Cooler, like the first Cooler movie, is, like, during the three years that they're training for the androids. Feels mm-hmm. like the place where it makes sense. Yeah. Um, after they've killed Meta Frieza and Frieza's dad. <laughs> but Cooler's uh, <laughs> only pissed about Frieza. Yeah. Because I've, I've assumed that movie probably came out before those chapters. Like, that movie probably came out pretty close on the tail end of Frieza. Probably. But yeah, this one really seems like it did not give a fuck about getting a good timeline placement. And that yeah. attitude permeates that, the rest yeah. of the film. And we but, continue as, and we start as we mean to go on, half-assed. Yeah. Though I have to say this is, we got to hear Chala Hedshala while watching this film, which I love Chala Hedshala, so I was happy to have that here. <laughs> and Something we did, good in this miasma of shit. Yeah, and these dubs <laughs> use the original Japanese score, which made me realize that they use a lot of the same music from the series itself. Uh, yep. was, There's not a lot of original scoring. Did y'all notice that there like, wasn't any music for like the first half of this movie? Yeah, they, yeah. Chose, they chose the uh, no music route. For one second, I thought we had gotten, like, maybe some later cut where they, like, lost the rights to certain shit. That's what I thought. And then, like, like, the Kai music kicked in just at, like, a random part kind of halfway through a fight. And I'm like, oh, oh, we do have music. What the hell was all that then? (laughs) This is when we cut around to fucking everybody eating jelly donuts (laughs) or rice balls. delicious jelly donut. God, yeah, if you're not Pokemon. in for this bit. Yeah, or rice balls <laughs> if you're Japanese. Ugh. I got a question. What the fuck is Oolong still doing around? He's just hanging out. Yeah. Oolong and Yajirobe being in this movie is like, I know I I knew they were going to be here, but I after watching all this series, it is like shocking that they're here. Yajirobe um, at least like fights. Oolong's just always around in these movies. Yadrobi's got the beans. That's why he's important. Yeah, Oolong, but Oolong yeah. is just like gotta be some executive's favorite character for some reason that just keeps shoehorning him in. Yeah, it's me. I feel I'm like the they executive. sit there and they're like, he's the most marketable. Maybe he's the like most objectively he? horny. He's like the closest to a mascot character the series has at, at this <laughs> juncture. 
Um, aside from maybe like Poir, no, might be more not of a enough. Yeah, if Poir is like more Poir of a mascot, him. we could bring Poir back. <laughs> Can't be done. Poir is more of a mascot character in terms of design. Like that is the kind of character I think of when I say character made <laughs> to move plushies. Uh, but Oolong, I guess, just has more time. Like he joined the crew earlier. He's been around longer. Um, there might be more Oolong stands somewhere out there. I don't Horrifying. know who they are, but it's me. Yeah, it's only me. <laughs> I mean, still the funniest thing they ever did with Oolong was the town of Oolongs before they all perved. But true, like, true, uh, that that was probably the best bit they ever did with Oolong, and that was filler. <laughs> I'm sorry, how could you forget the classic hot soup bit that came back on three different occasions? Yeah, the hot. Soup I bit do is love powerful. that every. Yeah, everybody who's readapted that moment knew that that was the most important part of that. It's scene. always Soup Robot. I, you know what? No, I'm past it. I'm done. Soup Robot can't hurt me anymore. We're moving. Soup on. Robot yeah. can't hurt you. That is correct. It is a Soup Robot. It was very weak. <laughs> this is very true. But what if it poured the hot soup? <laughs> no, no. You put the in and the hot soup on. I also just wanted to point out. I find it very funny that. Piccolo finds a way on this tiny one-room ship to still find the only other second room <laughs> to go be a loner. Uh, which is, I think, I was talking about this, uh, I was watching the second of these uh, with my girlfriend a bit, but it's talking with her about the writing in these movies, where I'm like, oh, this isn't, none of these are written by Toriyama, and because of that, I feel like you get a slight to aggressive flanderization of, like, every character. <laughs> Yeah. Um, for Piccolo, it's just him being kind of the stoic loner. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, the point the, of these movies is that you, like, see, see the cover and be like, hey, that looks kind of cool, and you pop it in, and you get the condensed 45 minutes of Dragon Ball and be like, that's cool, I should buy the manga. Yeah, or read, or watch the anime on TV or whatever. So like. that you buy the manga. <laughs> Are you buying the manga? <laughs> Have you no. bought the manga, Zach? <laughs> okay. No. No, this movie's ass. Uh, I'm not, reward I'm not rewarding this. I have been thinking about starting the manga because I have a Viz manga subscription and it's in there. I'm I'm still I'm still on my One Piece grind right now, which <laughs> I am way further along than I would have ever pictured myself getting. Good, uh, good. I'm in like chapter I just finished Fishman Island, so I'm in like chapter six fifty, roughly. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. It's been really good. Um, unlike this movie. Back to this movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It's going to be one of these episodes where we talk about anything but, isn't it? No. Yeah. In this movie, a fucking robot picks up the Mechians and reimposes slavery. Oh, yeah. Now, it was certainly a choice. Yeah. I did love Oolong right when they see the big-ass wide establishing shot of the planet that they come up to. Because, again, this movie has a lot of aggressive establishing shots. Um uh, I did love Oolong looking at it and being like, how does this always happen <laughs> when he's there? And I'm like, buddy, like, Dende told you something was wrong. This was the, like, you, this was the whole reason. Yeah. Also, why are you here? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Namek really can't catch a break. <laughs> they, they got their whole ass planet blown up. And then the guy who blew it up's brother comes by to just uh, fuck it. Not even his brother, just his brother's corpse. <laughs> That's true, yeah. The the robot recreation of his brother's dead body. Hey, kids, you mind. like the Borg? 
Yeah, yeah, for real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. What if it was a big, like, cancerous tumor and also sucked? <laughs> but yeah, that's where we get, like, a what line of Namekians. What if it came Namekians. with a snazzy little robot who's a little oh, Just, like, going snap, but, yeah. chop, snap, chop, snap. <laughs> we do get, like, a line of Namekians literally, like, in chains. One of them breaks out. I called him not Nail because he just <laughs> felt very Nail-esque. Uh and then just like he comes at there's these robot henchmen that are all enslaving them which I mean my uh, they look like robots like I don't know how to describe them oh, better you're they're very the boxy. cyclopean guards Yeah they're very boxy they're very just I, I, I don't know how better to describe them it's it's a robot um, uh, it's a pretty if you ask someone to design a robot in roughly Akira Toriyama's style Picture, uh, like, is... an off-brand, boring Gundam with, yeah. like, a single eye. That's about it. Yeah. Um, but I do love Not Nail dives at him, and the robot just kind of grabs his face in midair and throws him down. Very disrespectful. <laughs> These robots um, are not to be trifled with. They're super <laughs> strong. Yeah. Which is, there's some decent movement shots here, but it's still just like every shot goes on a second longer than it should. Mm -hmm. um, but then, yeah, as everybody dives in to save Not Nail, that's when Cooler makes himself shown, which I think my biggest animation gripe against this movie is a lot of the metallic surfaces look overexposed. As in just, like, way overlit, like, super blown out on their reflections. How else are you just so they're supposed to show they're so shiny? Yeah, look, he's shiny in chrome now. He's gotta be shiny. Yeah, they just go so aggressive on trying to make him look shiny that it just, like, way he's a future spaceman, and the future is chrome. <laughs> it's, it's aggressive. It's a lot. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a little <laughs> aggressive, guys. Hmm. <laughs> It's, I mean, yeah, like, he looks cool when the when the sun isn't shining directly on him. They <laughs> went back to more his fourth form as opposed to his, like, fifth form. Yeah, they went to the boring form. Um, I think this is a pretty decent one if you're trying to evoke Frieza without being Frieza. I do miss final form cooler or fifth yes. form cooler or whatever we want to yeah, call it. Yeah, but, like, that's the fifth very... form is the only reason anybody liked cooler. Yeah. And that's, I mean, literally, you know, when they're pitching this movie and it's like, we got to make Frieza, but stronger, giving him one more transformation that leans into the more monstery forms is pretty cool. Uh, so it is a little disappointing to see them go back. I don't hate this character design. It's just the, uh, the next transformation is much better. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm yeah, still curious. I, I guess they went for the sleek angular iPhone look for... Cooler, but where's his single button fan. So yeah a where button is it somewhere <laughs> Got they, they found it by the end yeah. <laughs> yeah but this is when Goku's like you're cooler I remember you and we get a flashback to basically the entire last like five minutes of that fight from the last movie phew I'd almost forgotten yeah once he fit it, like, after that, Cooler just throws down, like, half of the necessary exposition of the movie in, like, a quick monologue of being like, Yes, I thought I would die too, but then I didn't, because of the big Getty star. You fools. 
You thought yeah, the you sun would kill me? <laughs> Did you think killing me would make me die? <laughs> um, yes. Which, yeah. You don't like uh, you don't like the great reasoning of yes by all accounts I should in fact be dead, incinerated by your star. You're right. It was kind of cool when Cell did it. Yeah. And he's <laughs> yeah. like the power of the I've been reborn stronger and sleeker. <laughs> it really does evoke the same feeling that both of them are like I came back. Didn't think I'd do that. <laughs> Except for Cell, I feel like it worked. Slight, uh, it still feel like an ass pool, but this somehow feels like a bigger ass pool. <laughs> it got shot into the sun. Yeah, you think like, as an ass pool, check out this microchip that just got really strong because it needed to be. Yeah, they're like the microchip embedded itself with them, which I'm just like, how did he leave enough for the microchip to fuse to? The microchip <laughs> was just. The, how did the microchip just go like I'm turning um, on now? I would like to point out that the on the fan on the Dragon Ball wiki, the official explanation is somehow. <laughs> yeah, because in the in the background big. it just says somehow the chip began absorbing and assimilating debris from several abandoned spaceships and satellites. That's all the explanation. Just it did it. Shut up. The most fuck you, that's why. Stop asking <laughs> questions, you piece of shit. Somehow Palpatine is returning. Yeah. Exactly. Ah, <laughs> uh, guys, Palpatine's back. Except that one was explained as clones in one of the books. No, you gotta understand, in the uh, Fortnite seasonal event... <laughs> it's sad, the Fortnite event did more to explain that than the movie. Uh. Um, but yeah... He's just like, look at me, now I'm stronger and better than ever, and, or something to that effect, and Goku's just like, I doubt it. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. Yeah, it's right, bro, like, damn. Cool sassy Goku, sassy. Uh, I think this is when Krillin chimes in, that he's like, it's gonna take a whole army to beat Goku, and then a whole army shows up. That was a fun little beat. Yeah, good bit. That's when, yeah, all the Cyclopean guards show up, and so the Z fighters have something to do while Goku starts fighting. And then uh, Goku, and and Goku and Cooler exit the movie for the next like 15 minutes yeah as krillin immediately gets his ass handed to him because again flanderization of characters in these films uh i do love roshi like they're like roshi can handle this roshi's just like hey guys where did we park is <laughs> a funny bit <laughs> I'm, I'm going to fucking die and then they just get fucking dragged away uh yajirobi hits him with yeah. the so what exactly are you the master of anyway which is a fair question <laughs> at this point in the story. Who knows? Not a lot. He's got an island. He's, got the master He's the master the of his island. His exactly. He can put some fucking shells up there, man. Just the one, though. Just the one. But yeah, that's when Goku and... Uh, after a quick bit of them fighting, we do get Goku and Cooler start fighting which well, we, we get, get like that the shot with. no it's not even just like a quick bit it's literally like all of gohan and krillin and piccolo fighting before we cut back to goku and cooler yeah because like see all the by the time they're spoiling. done they're captured and have exited the scene and then we just spend time with goku and vegeta for a little for like the rest of the movie and like you yeah. think there'd be like cuts in between to make it seem like it's not happening sequentially but no that's not how this movie rolls well, we do have, like, a quick snapshot, as I'm realizing if I know. It's, like, they fight, and then we see Cooler and Goku for, like, a second as they power up, and then we go back into their fight. See, I don't, even have, a, I don't even have a note of that scene. I must have, like, blinked. Yeah. 
It's like they just like start like the the rocks start floating up to show that they're like gathering key and it's back and then like fucking Roshi stubs his hand on a robot's dick and then gets captured. Um and Piccolo starts fighting. Gohan got bitch slapped with Krillin at one point, which was really funny. <laughs> uh but then they realized that's when... the power to beating them was actually just hitting them harder. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's literally see... Because the explanation is that, no, no, see, we just have to focus all of our energy into a single point as we punch them. To which my question is, motherfucker, you've been doing this for literally years now. This is yeah, just this what is like you the, do. Yeah, I was going to say, this is like the 18th or 19th time someone has said something to that effect of, like, You've been doing this shit since Nappa. Yeah, it's like, yeah, the joke, it's just, <laughs> why were they not? What is, what <laughs> is why this? Why were they not? <laughs> I was putting yeah, all my energy through. everywhere instead of in the punch. <laughs> I was actually I've putting most of it behind me because I figured if I push it behind me, I'll move forward faster and get more force that way. Oh. Yeah, that common misconception. <laughs> you need to punch him, actually. Just getting weird with, with it, trying team. some new stuff out, you know, yeah, see what works. Get a little fucky with it. But yeah, I sure mean, enough, yeah, it's common sense, decide... but really, you gotta test that shit. Yeah, as soon as they decide that's what they're gonna do, this fight turns around instantly. Um... <laughs> And they go from getting their ass kicked to kicking their asses. Man, you really can just do whatever you want with robots, can't you? Because, like, these mm. things are just, like, ripped apart. Yeah. We do get Piccolo using his stretchy arms, which is, like, stretchy those moments where, like... Let's go! Yeah, these movies are made by the people who, did, like, didn't forget everything from Dragon Ball, I guess. <laughs> forgot some other things from Dragon Ball. Who knows? What they were Only forgot most from. of it. Yeah, but the, the DBZ movies do have a very prominent featurings. Like, several times of Piccolo's stretchy arms. Way more than the Series Z ever did. To be fair, which is The next zero. film he forgets f- Super Saiyan's a thing until they have to, like, until the end of the movie. <laughs> to be that fair, Piccolo true. fights a lot more in these movies than he does in the show. True. Which is also true. But, Sad. like, I don't know. He didn't use his stretchy arms against, like, Seventeen or Imperfect Cell at all. Uh, which, I don't know when they would have come up, but they could have. He didn't need you to against Cell. 17's a bit of a wild card, I'll grant you. Mm. But he... Eventually, though, like, uh, fucking Gohan and Krillin get dragged away as well. Piccolo's still fighting. <laughs> which, they just all just start fucking shooting the hell out of him. In a shot that just goes on forever. Ow, 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 ow. Yeah. It is also it funny, funny how much the gunfire is, like, effective now. It's just like... Yeah, those guns are, like, actually really good. Those are, like, the good guns. Mm. They don't even have, like, that good of a sound effect, right? It's just kind of like a dinky little, like, like machine gun. Yeah, the very stuff. It's pretty in line with the sound effects for guns in most of Dragon Ball, honestly. Well, that's what, well we meant, um, like, it's weird because... It's just a normal they're gun. They're doing more. Yeah, right? Yeah. Where it should be way more than that. It should sound like a weird. fucking dump truck hitting him with every shot. <laughs> but it was like a small MP40 going. Bing, 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 bing. <laughs> what I'm saying is that Dragon Ball Z needs the bolter. You're always saying this. Always, every day. I keep bringing it up. They keep knocking me down. <laughs> yeah, but now I think we're at the cooler Goku fight. Yeah, and then they just like kind of go at it. There's some decent little like choreography here uh some like little bits of like acrobatics but it's still way below what i would expect out of a dbz movie 
It's um, just boring. Yeah. And then, like, Cooler... There's also a random bit of fact here where, like, Goku does instant transmission and Cooler's like, that's one of my favorite techniques. I'm sorry, that was and fucking turns hilarious. Out, yeah, it turns out Cooler can just do instant transmission. One, How it's hilarious he, he can do it. And two, Goku's reaction of, your favorite, and then immediately getting punched was hilarious. was very funny. Highlight of the film, that one line. That was actually a very good little bit. Um... It's fun conceptually, the idea of two opponents having instant transmission, because then you get these like quick cut like punches and whatnot that are kind of cool. Finishes them just kind of um, fucking around the speed force. Yeah. And then we'll never get this idea again. I don't think there's ever <laughs> a villain who knows instant transmission. Yeah, we only enter the speed force in Dragon Ball Super again when he went to fight a guy who literally fucks with time. <laughs> yeah, except even then they make that more interesting because they show it. Yeah, no, they, yeah, they're good. Don't worry, I don't, I don't have much problem with the hit fight. I'm just like, well, at least they did something. <laughs> the hit fight's pretty solid. Uh, but yeah, I love. Yeah, Piccolo is also just getting shot repeatedly during this part, like <laughs> just continuing to shoot him. And I only point that out because we cut back to Piccolo after like doing a while in the cooler fight, and they're just finally stopping yeah. unloading on him implying they've been doing this for like a minute 20 minutes and piccolo just Piccolo's yells out shot. piccolo just yells out are you finished <laughs> <laughs> and then just powers up and blows them all up <laughs> which i love that moment he just seems so done with it <laughs> it's not even killing me this just kind of hurts mm. <laughs> yeah but this is where we also cut back to the Goku cooler fight and we get the visual part that I like the most, which is Goku like blows half of fucking cooler off. And then like you see the little metal tendrils all reach out to sort of reform him. Yeah, the stuff with like the, part like the mechanical bits, like whenever like Piccolo's like punching through the robots and you see the circuitry and all the wires like spraying out as his fist goes through him. That's cool. Cooler reforming like all the mechanical bits of his arm. That also goes really hard for some reason. But, like, like all the mechanical bits are cool. It's everything else around the movie that, like, I, I guess those, like, five scenes ate all the budget, because I don't know where it all went. Yeah, that's kind of what it feels like. Like, they got these visuals down first. They're very, like I said, like, they very evoke, like, Akira, like, the end of that movie, yeah, and yeah. the way, like, some of the biomechanical stuff works in that. And it looks really great whenever they just get going, but... The writing and the rest of the choreography and whatnot does not support this. A guy marched um, up to the executive de executive's office, threw down his drawings for these mechanical things, and said, I've got an idea for the movie. And then they farmed the rest of it out to, like, I don't know, a gibbon. That's what it feels like. But it's yeah, also, like, uh, very under... Like, it's cool, and, like, it looks nice, like, different, but it just becomes the same thing we've seen in the last round. It's a regeneration. It is just regeneration again, yeah. Oh, he can. Although I guess this was first. He's not like this... he's not like making cool. Like it'd be cool if he transformed his arm into like a big hammer and then hit mm -hmm. Goku with it and like be like, yeah, all right, there's something going on here. Like you can do a little goofy, you know, I don't know, make a like sword. A, yeah, make a. I don't know, do something just interesting with it. Like just make it cool. But it's just like now I'm a, I'm a, I'm a reform myself. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Yawn. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. It's a little different than some of it in that he has to, like, grab on to the part that got removed. At least, like, every time he's done it, he's not, like, forming a new arm. Yeah. He's sort of retaching the mm-hmm. old one. But they don't do anything with that concept no. to make it feel any different than, like, what Cell can do. Like, if they had made it, like, now they have to, like, somehow play keep away or whatever shit. And, like, <laughs> yeah. that's how they eventually wear him down. Like... As weird as that sounds, that would add a different element to it that could have made for some interesting bits of choreography and whatnot. But they don't, they don't go there. Um, You're right. Anything would have been better. <laughs> yeah, but then this is when Goku's getting choked out by Cooler in like the same pose that Frieza choked out Vegeta. Uh, I do then- like the muscle traveling up Cooler's arm to choke him even harder. That is such a like. A moment. <laughs> I just remember the, the DVZA bit of how they approach that, where he's just like, is that all you got? Actually, no! And then just starts choking him harder. <laughs> um, but that's when Vegeta comes diving in out of fucking yeah, nowhere. Yeah, also Vegeta's here kicking, now. Yeah. Kicking Cooler off of Goku and making his first appearance in a Dragon Ball Z movie. He wasn't on the ship. Where did he come from? Oh, you know, he's just in the area. Yeah, he's just hanging out. And later in the <laughs> he movie, was going they after the Namekian Dragon there. Balls again, wasn't he? Yeah, he's just <laughs> Vegeta. Were you going after a wish? No, no. <laughs> Shut up. We're I can fighting. Be, I we can gotta get this all on my own. I don't need magic balls. Yeah, but this is like this leads into probably the best choreography of this movie is the like Vegeta Goku cooler fight this seems like where most of the time and budget went yeah, yeah the yeah the team up is cool it's yeah, not the team up is cool greatly animated fun. but it's a fun beat not even really there's a team some up because he just goes fuck sh- you and then runs and tries away. to kill them both yeah I mean we get the shot where Vegeta like Dives in, gets punched away, and dives back in. Which, again, I kept thinking of how DBZA looped that shot. It's, it's like a good one loop. of their best jokes. Yeah. Um, but we get some like fun team fight dynamics going on in this part. At least the most fun that we get in this film. Um, Vegeta, get, Vegeta gets kicked again, in the dick. Yeah. Vegeta gets kicked in the dick so fucking hard. Just like you're and kicking like, a football. Yeah, like literally like Vegeta tries to big bang attack, blow up both Cooler and Goku simultaneously. Uh, and just they do- they both instant transmit away from it because they can both do that. But Cooler just comes fucking diving in and kicks Vegeta in the dick at like Mach 4. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised they don't make more of the fact that it's like a total dick shot because this is a very <laughs> obvious kick straight to the penis. It's like real quick. Uh, they do it quick too, so it's like they're trying to cover it up, like they were trying to pull a sneaky on the sensors or something. Yeah, and it's so fucking funny that they picked this. That's how he hits him. Um, oh god, there's also a shot in here where like coolers like dove on top of like Vegeta and has his hand on his mouth and you see the reflection as he's building up a key blast on his hand inside Vegeta's mouth it's a cool ass shot um that's one of the more like god that that would that's a scary ass moment for if you're Vegeta there are some cool ideas in this movie 
Yeah, that's the part that keeps disappointing me is there's like these occasional moments Little of clarity of where like, this could have been good. Yeah. Um but finally they they beat him off. They get a well, little they beat him off, all right. And they do. Um they get a little slow guy cool walk with cooler through like this haze of heat that looks kind of neat until they do the shot a second time and it looks less neat. <laughs> Um, but as they're watching, it's like Goku's like, dude, we gotta coordinate this if we're gonna kill him. Fuck you. Uh, yeah, to which Vegeta says fuck you, and basically in the next shot, Goku just has to coordinate himself <laughs> to Vegeta's <laughs> attack, which I found fun. Um, just watching him have to be like, alright, what are you doing? Okay, I'm just gonna try and do <laughs> my best team to up whether you want this. to or not. Mm-hmm. But they, like, dive through him, and he starts trying to rebuild himself, and while he's doing that, they both turn and just blow them, blow him to fucking shit, which, yeah, this is the best fight in this movie. Yeah. Um, it's that, also that the last fight, pretty, pretty much. More or less, yeah. Um, then that's when they turn and see that the big Getty star has made an army of metal coolers, which, considering how hard it was for them to beat one metal cooler... Seems like the situation's pretty hopeless. Why doesn't Cooler just wander um, around with a goon squad? I mean, yeah, it did make me wonder why do the Cyclopean guards exist if they could just make an army of metal coolers? Um, I mean, in the universe, the closest we get to an explanation is he's like, the Big Getty Star analyzes each of my fights and then improves my body to accommodate uh, the you weaknesses. See, I could have won if there were literally a thousand of me. Yeah, yeah, all right, buddy. Took you a while to reach That's that conclusion, didn't it? Yeah. This is one of the cooler shots as, like, the metal coolers ah, come up. And, like, Goku and Vegeta look at each other and they have a nice little <laughs> interaction here of, like, well, this might be we're the dead. end, but we're going out fighting. <laughs> and they both, like, lean their heads back and power up. Like, smash guts as hard as dead. they can. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, this shot actually gets referenced in the Dragon Ball Super manga. Um, really? At the end of Goku Black. Oh, yeah. okay. So at the end of Goku Black in the manga, like, Zamasu, instead of fusing with the universe like he does in the anime, he starts regenerating additional Zamasus to the point that there's, like, an army of, like, a thousand fused Zamasus Gosh, coming out of him. a starfish. Yeah. So they basically do this sequence of, like, all the few Zamasus are coming at Goku and Vegeta, who are very much, like, already, like, spent on energy. And they both decide, like, we're going to do everything we can to hold him back. And then that's when Goku reaches his pocket and finds the button that summons Zeno just erases him. <laughs> oh, sick. The solve um, problem button. Click. Yeah. Literally a solve problem button. Ex Machina. Um, yeah. Is but literally here it's like yeah Goku Vegeta power up and then it cuts to them strung up on these little metal tendrils in a kind of dark void space <laughs> as Cooler is like beat them and is just talking about like haha I have trapped you now guess what idiot uh, I'm a giant head let me give slightly more explanation for the big Getty star no and that's, yeah. 
And really all he does is just be like, the computer chip was just around. And that's like the only additional <laughs> thing. You want to know how I got these scars? Well, the computer chip was like, what if I needed to live and just started eating things and it ate me? Yeah. Oh, okay. Just like, we're not, not going to... We're not going to try to explain where this computer chip that wants to vor the universe came. Okay. <laughs> now it is because uh, now I have one become of metal. satellites. I've become a meta cooler, if you will. I will not. I'm okay. Yeah. But you see this cool little thing of like cooler's head kind of wrapped in tent. Again, the visual language for all of the metal cooler stuff is really cool. <laughs> it's just everything around it that sucks. It does not save it, but it just makes me be like, damn, there are some cool ideas that got no execution. Um, but now he's just like, I'm just going to drain y'all's energy as far as I, I so I can power the big. He's literally going to suck them off. Yeah, mm -hmm. he's going to drain mm -hmm. them dry. Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, Piccolo fucking is flying back over to the big getty star breaks in and is now getting fucking murdered by a meta cooler oh no while yeah simultaneously the captured z fighters are just like trying not to get destroyed by get dismembered the, by my favorite medical robot yeah the medical robot in this movie is like the best performance in the character <laughs> that i love the most so he's just like i'm going don't worry we're just going to dismember you if you'd all like so to follow me we can begin chopping you up yeah he's just so happy he's even like humming as he's like getting ready to chop up uh fucking yajirobi yajirobi which they play this all very comedically it feels very like low stakes <laughs> oh um, it is only yajirobi it's, it's very much yeah. a bit yeah, and so because of that, it feels a lot more just fun as this is happening than frightening. <laughs> it's a good bit. Yeah, I, but that's I genuinely we only like the Chopper robot from all this. Even the animation stuff you guys are talking about, I'm like, eh, it's fine, whatever. <laughs> chopper robot, I'm like, bring him My home. new friend. Bring yeah. him home. <laughs> well, after establishing what everyone else is doing, we cut back to Goku and Vegeta, who he's stopped trying to drain them, and it's just like, ah, damn. If I had drained even a little bit more, it would have been too much for me to handle. All right, well, it's time to... And then Goku and Vegeta wake up, grab him, and overload him by dumping more energy into it because they gave us a a Death Star yeah, trench I pit. Get it. When thing you nod, the cheek keeps kill. sucking. Yeah, 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 I got it. I got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly like that. Your hair this turns is... blonde and everything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that's... Yeah, everything starts to blow up. The robot who's going to butcher them powers down. Uh... Chop, cooler chop, no! forms, <laughs> and then this is when Cooler forms a new body around like his main core here to try and fight Goku and Vegeta with. As Goku is like gonna charge up a ball of indiscriminate type to blow him up, which shocking it wasn't a, a Genki Dama, a spirit bomb here, because <laughs> it's a DBZ movie and the spirit bomb gets way more mileage in those than anywhere else. That would have taken too long to charge up, and we're almost at the end of this movie, and there's nothing we could have done to shorten it to fit the spirit bomb in. Of course, of course. But yeah, Metal Cooler does manage to kind of, like, grab Goku and stop him, but then Vegeta Destructo-discs him. <laughs> um, 
I also wrote that like he Vegeta throws the destructo disc and then immediately passes out, which I know is like an energy thing, but I just like to imagine he refuses to stay conscious in a world where he helped Goku. <laughs> well, uh, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. This just took a lot out of him emotionally more than physically. Um and then Goku throws the energy ball straight into Metacooler Core's gut, blowing up the entire big Getty star. Oh, as Goku no. and Vegeta yeah, come falling out of the sky, everyone else watching them. They're like, haha, wait, somebody better catch. And then they just hit the ground <laughs> and just fucking like crater in. It's um, very funny. Yeah. And then everybody gets back up because now uh, the everybody gets back up because they off screen got Sensu Beans and Vegeta just fucked off. Where is he going? Who knows? Yeah, and he's got his little Saiyan pod, and he just is holding the computer chip that was the big Getty star. Don't know how he got that, but alright. Yeah, don't know how he got that, but he he just crushes it. Uh, that's a movie. And that's the end of this movie. It ends <laughs> very abruptly. The third act and closing of this film are just like a minute after everything else felt so dragged out. Uh I think we it's... all kind of learned a little bit about each other and how um, if you get a robot and you tell it to uh, keep growing bigger, but you didn't actually tell it to do that, but it did that on its own, and then it comes and eats up your arch nemesis's brother, um, who also considers you his arch nemesis, and then he goes to the planet you helped rebuild, and he has he's a robot now because he can f- fuse with the robot, it could be bad. Mm. Yeah, the classic saying. I yeah. will cherish these memory. This lesson always. Cooler's got the red eyes now because he's uh, more evil. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh yeah, he's very, very evil. I also want to but point out also... the Return of Cooler poster has uh, the Cooler in his old form and Cooler in his new form, and that's a lie. There is no old Cooler. (laughs) That's true. So I think I'm going to sue them. Works for me. Good luck with that. I'm going to fucking sue them for defamation. (laughs) They lied to me. I don't think that's defamation. Yeah, you're right. It's libels in print. (laughs) There you go. Hey man, just yeah. just getting out of here, just just throwing a complete fucking non sequitur to anything in here. There's nothing to do with what we're talking about. Defamation and libel. Speaking of it, uh, the J. Jonah Jameson quote and that Earl Spider. Is it kind of crazy that that guy just became? And by that guy, I forget the actor's name, but he's like an actual just J.K. Simmons. Yeah, J.K. Simmons just became J. Jonah Jameson. No one's ever even tried to recast that role. We recast everything. That guy has never once even been recast. That's true. They even went out of their way in the MCU to put him back in that role, and the Amazing Spider-Man films just skipped that role. They're just like, <laughs> yeah, we can't. fuck it, we can't. Well, when you knock it out yeah. of the park, you knock it out of the park. Yeah, I mean, he fucking kills it. Sorry, that's all I got today. No, as I say, even the the Spider-Man PS4 game has J. Jonah Jameson in it, and it's not J.K. Simmons, but it is someone very yeah, obviously aping that it, performance. Aping the, imp- aping the performance. Yeah. Because that's just—I mean, that's the character. But <laughs> even it's just been inevitably changed. It's like I don't know. It's like everybody for a while with the Joker after like Heath Ledger. Like it's just like that's that's it now. 
that is the popular interpretation, and it's going to take like decades before anybody tries to change it. The, the only what thing if I'll throw one man at, with a damaged tattoo on his forehead. Yeah, damage, the only thing I will throw against that is Mark Hamill's Joker is just so well loved and respected. Also true. That uh-huh. that like I feel like those two live as like these are the two you have to do. There are no mm-hmm. other ones. Yeah. Jack Nicholson will not be living as the Joker. No. Um, uh, but like Heath Ledger and Mark Hamill, those are the joke. If Mark Hamill does the laugh, everyone's like, "That's that's him." They do the they point at the screen. That's the guy. Um, yeah. <laughs> but if like Jack Nicholson does it, everyone's like, "Okay, cool, dude." <laughs> Very true. If anyone, but, it's, like, it's like if you voice Goku and you don't do. Yeah, you don't do, hey, it's me. Yeah, you're like, whoa, what <laughs> yeah. the fuck is going on? Which is what I'm excited about when someone does a remake of Dragon Ball. I'm going to be real fucking freaked out. If they finally recast. I wouldn't be surprised if eventually, like, Sean Chemmel is okay to move on. Well, he's going to die at uh-huh. some point. Well, that too. That's right. Goku <laughs> Goku will be killed by Sean Chemmel someday. <laughs> he's going to get transported into the manga and kill Goku with a gun. <laughs> I could see it. That's Goku the last can't arc. Block a bullet if it's in his mouth. Fires three rounds. God. <laughs> mm. I just want to see a version of Fight Club now. I was, starring I was just Sean. about to say it's the end oh, of Fight Club. That's a real good idea. We have something here. We have something here. Everyone, shut the this fuck is Sean up. Shevel and his Tyler Durden is fucking Goku. <laughs> <laughs> Tom's gonna hold in this idea for our play, our, our magical play we have that sits around in our brains of the ideal voice actor getting having to kill himself and letting the role take over. Yes. <laughs> Every time I voice act, I shoot myself in the head. I blow out the side of my mouth. God. Just doing the Just opposite serious, of Fight the guy Club. With like a ton of fucking staples in his cheek. Yeah. Dude, there's such a good method acting joke in here too. Like instead of like you killing the alternate side, you kill yourself every single time you do acting. Pans out, you're like yeah. talking to Robert Pattinson. He's just like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> Did you try just pretending to be that character? <laughs> oh well, got well, a new you know, the way, the way out literal children do. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, speaking of actors, <laughs> movie Boy, seven. do we have a character here. Yeah, Super Android yeah, 13. Skip all which... the fucking description about this. Ah, oh, shopping than androids. Let's get into the real meat. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I did like this film opens with a reanimation of 17 and 18 killing Jero. Yeah. The scene plays out a little differently in that, like, the Z-Warriors aren't there. Mm-hmm. Like, it seems like this is a version where, like, they weren't around when Jero woke him up. Um, and so, but the way they reanimated this one is I'm like, I would, this just, mm, excuse me, this just seems like the scene, but with a lot harsher, darker lighting. Dr. Jerome's death, it's almost but like, now with shading. Yeah, and I'm like, this looks really good, actually. I'm, this scene look, plays out beautifully. I'm going to put this out here. I don't know if this will make any money, because I don't know what the fan... But I have a feeling this is all pure, pure feelings. I'm purely in the feels right now. Mm-hmm. We're in the vibe. If zone. someone could capture this animation style of like this specific time frame of Dragon Ball and Gundam of the movie quality, and then just make movies of adult animation that is like a little bit higher than Dragon Ball tier, like you know, like age range. You know, it doesn't have to be pervy jokes and stuff, but it's just like this le- like style 
and then there's like some uh-huh. unique new story. I feel like there's like a, a huge audience for it of just like there's enough nostalgia factor for how it looks. And I think enough people are like, I don't like the, how 3D animation looks that much. I don't like the shine. I don't like how anime looks so shiny now or like yeah. weirdly like someone rubbed off all the edges. And I think someone should try to harken back to this. So there's nothing just evocative about the shadowing in it that I think really brings a mood. Oh, that could yeah. Mm-hmm. And there is a market for it. It's called the people who watch Megalobox. True. True. It's us. <laughs> it's actually us. Yeah. It's called me. Us. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's like, it is a very like it is a time capsule of that style. Um, and it looks really. Yeah. It's like really rough, really gritty. It's. I want the like, Cowboy the Bebop movie. movie. I just want the <laughs> yeah. Cowboy Bebop movie. God, that movie's good. Yes! Um, but yeah, they just kill off Giroux here in this re- They even do like a thing with like the blood coming off of Giroux after they crush his head mm-hmm. as it like drips down into the basement. I said you and it's do such anything a cool with transition robots. shot. Yeah, this is the best sequence of this movie. The rest of this will not quite live <laughs> up to here. But this is such a really well done recreation of this sequence that I I really just want to give it props because whoever directed this part I don't know if it was a different director than the rest of the movie. Um, is this is this when Shintani started directing the movies? Because I know uh, directed by Daisuke Nishio. I okay, almost no, certainly we're not quite that in it yet. Who's the if, if you have the wiki open I right do. now? Who directed Fusion Reborn? Because I know I think that's Yamamoto. It's gonna take a couple clicks. Yeah, you're good. Because I know like Yamamoto. Eventually, this kind of blockier muscle style becomes even more the norm until that's what we see in like the reanimated Kai. Uh, directed by what? Shigeyasu Yamauchi. 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 Okay. Yamauchi. I knew it was something to that effect. Um. We do see a lot more of the blockiness in the muscles here and whatnot that will be the Boo Saga and, like, Super and everything, which, uh, as I alluded to, I was watching this with my girlfriend and she pointed out that to her, looking at the chest of everybody in their shirts, as you can kind of see, like, (laughs) them puffed up, she was like, why does everybody look like a Bridgerton character in a corset <laughs> with their pecs. God. Which was just so absurdly funny <laughs> to me that I was I was like, I you know I'm going to bring this up, right? <laughs> <laughs> it is very funny. And I dropped a drawing in our chat that I can't share here. Maybe I'll find I'll share it on our Twitter uh if she lets me, but it's just insanely <laughs> funny how correct she is about this. Vegeta giving the I burn for you speech to Goku. Mm. It's just they... they're just so strong. <laughs> yeah. Their pecs like cannot we're getting be in the bodybuilder. Yeah, it's like we passed bodybuilder and now they're like made of Lego blocks of muscle. And I'm, it's not, and I'm into it. It works. Like I'm it into looks it. cool, but <laughs> it sounds so weird when you describe it when you're not looking at it. It's the idea and that not... your chest is one head in front of you. Like if you mm-hmm. put your head and then put another head like on top, like from your nose forward, that's where your chest reaches out to for about every yep. character who's going to fuck you up. Except for the small oh, racist yeah. guy. <laughs> can't forget the small races guy can't we can try though we can really try 
I can't. But he's, for now. he's fucking stuck there. He ain't coming out of my goddamn skull anytime soon. But we're not there yet. We get the the computer dripping below, and it we get the narration, which the narrator just goes so hard on this narration. It's such a like <laughs> the evil Doctor Giraud is now on the. It's so fucking funny. Um, it's so of this era. Um, just as he then cuts to the pods opening up. As new androids are being released, even though 17 and 18 were just released, who will not appear at any other point in this film. Um, <laughs> we cut to the Z Warriors, or first Roshi, Oolong, Krillin, and Trunks, which is a hell of a four a four count team. Um, a combo we had not really seen much interaction between. It's too powerful to be leashed uh, in the canon. Yeah. As they are standing in line to get tickets for a beauty pageant. This is the which, most non-pervy way to do their perv stuff, so I give credit to the movie there. If they want to perv and go to a beauty pageant, well, that's... If you sign up for a beauty pageant, I don't know what you expect if not to be perved on a little. You know? Like, I feel like mm -hmm. that's a one-to-one. -one. So I give them kudos for going, well, there's, you've got, like, a stripped show... And like beauty pageants, I guess, are one lower. It's about than it. Yeah. Okay. Give them the beat. We'll give them the beauty show. We'll do strip shows next time, boys. So, <laughs> how they it talk is, trunks into yeah. going to this? Trunks just trunks to hang just out seems with like. Yeah, that seems to be the constant with trunks in this scene is that he just wanted to hang. I out. I like he's, friends. <laughs> he's packing a yeah. sword for the beauty pageant. You know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I do love that fucking Krillin is here, just looking for a wife. Get a life, Krillin. He's just, yeah. And then Roshi and Oolong are just here to be perverts. Yeah, they're just Because that's just most of their character. Busy surreptitiously cutting um, holes into their pockets. No reason, no reason. Yeah. I mean, they do, yeah, I would be like, they did the best version of the pervy bit here up until they're like, we're going to go peek in the dressing room and ran off. Yep. So. And then it gets bad. And then, yep, you just lose it right there. <laughs> Thankfully, blissfully, that's where this bit ends for us on camera. Um, we don't ever really come back to this. And then we find great. out that women be shopping. Yeah. Chi-Chi do be shopping harder than most people be shopping. Chi-Chi is just, like, screaming at people like it's Black Friday as, like, Goku's like, you know, she says she does this to calm down. <laughs> uh, Gohan has a throwaway line about how it's like when Dad showed me mud wrestling. Yeah. It which is... like, raises many questions. Yeah, it raises a lot of questions. You know what, Goku, uh, your father's score is going down here. a little bit here. Mm -hmm. It's just bacteria on some other big dude in the mud wrestling. <laughs> yeah. and just Goku just loves it. He's just like, I love, I love wrestling. Mm -hmm. Goku be the motherfucker who would watch WWE and think it's real. <laughs> oh, yeah. absolutely. This is, though, when we get... Uh, oh, yeah, and Chi-Chi's like, Goku, by the way, we're buying you a new outfit. You can't just wear this gi every day. Goku will prove that wrong. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it's the only thing in my can. closet. Yeah. But that's when we cut to our first shot of our, our first two villains, Androids 14 and 15, which, uh, Android 14? Say it. Little racist. <laughs> it's just a tiny little purple guy with big lips. Uh, 14's the tall just... one. Talks in oh, a sorry, stereotypical African-American accent. Yeah, uh, and just, he's, like, 
Krillin-sized. He's drinking out of a flask randomly a lot. Yep, he just, um, yeah, he's just like an alcoholic robot. Yeah. He has this, like, bright outfit with this huge hat. Uh, very puffy, very... His outfit would be kind of fun if not for all the rest of them. <laughs> uh, also, just, like, the way they animate him and he moves uh, is, like, fun when it's not racist. It's yeah, just, I like, think, it's really like, unfortunate there's something about the design that worked. It's just kind of racist. has a stereotypical African-American accent voiced by a white guy. It's just like the, the classic, like, oh, these are the problems we always run into in this show. Mm-hmm. Yep. But other than that, I mean, the design's fun. There's, like, nothing <laughs> fun about it. Yeah, and then Android 15 is very much, or 14, 14, 14. is yeah. very much like the polar opposite in design, where he's more this giant, hulking, very, like, stoic, stern dude, like, mostly no shirt, but he's got this big, like, shoulder pad thing. Very, yeah, so like, you see here, we got ourselves a classic big guy, small guy situation, where the big guy doesn't talk a lot, and the small guy does all the talking. Exactly, real Master Blaster vibes here. Uh, for the five people who remember the third Mad can Max just movie, fucking get beyond Thunderdome already. Yeah, <laughs> we can never go beyond Thunderdome. I'm always in Thunderdome. <laughs> <laughs> who runs Barter Town, Zach? <laughs> you do. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but um, yeah, I love that they just walk through the street and blow up so much shit, mostly just by walking through it. Like ninety percent of this film. It's 14 and 15 kill so many people <laughs> and destroy so much, but not like actively. They just have decided that they are walking in a straight line towards Goku and whatever is in between them and that they don't even attempt to go around. It's kind of funny. <laughs> uh, I also love that they blow up this fucking street, kill so many people, and they walk into the mall and no one in the mall is reacting to anything that happened outside. Fuck, you've been inside malls so before. Like the music in. starts going, the people start shouting over the over the products on Black Friday. It's a real madhouse. You can't hear anything. <laughs> True. But yeah, so they just walk on in and they stand under where, like, because now Goku and everybody is eating, which just a you know, scary amount of food Goku eats. I don't know how Goku can possibly afford this meal. Uh, literally Ox King. Women do be oh, shopping, I feel like... Goku do be eaten. I guess Trunks is yeah. there. And Trunks is loaded. Yeah. Yeah, Trunks is Capsule Court royalty, so they're good. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is when 14 and 15 are standing below him and they just kind of reach their hands up. And, like, these beams of light come through the floor and then the floor, like, sort of implodes and blows out with light mm -hmm. which was a cool shot yeah i also want to say yeah because we talked about it a bit with the opening scene but the lighting in this movie compared to the last movie is way more toned down they're getting fun and i with like it. it yeah yeah this one has better lighting effects on the whole um better effects animation a lot better choreography which made it more fun to watch yes um it's still not great the no. writing is really off. Yes. Um, but this one was noticeably better than Cooler's Re Return of Cooler. <laughs> mm. Also, they kept giving... I didn't write down any of the ones in this opening part, but they kept giving 14 and 15 little one-liners as they were walking up, and I was like, all these one-liners suck. Yeah. Uh, that is because they are all Funimation exclusive. Evidently, both Android and 14 and 15, like, barely talk at all. Yeah, barely talk, the Japanese. Yeah. 
They get laid yeah. have like three lines. <laughs> they really seem to want to just fuck around with this movie, which I appreciate for them for the dub. Um, I know this dub is fairly like well known amongst Dragon Ball fans. <laughs> Nobody really regards it as like the best, but a lot of people regard it as the funniest because they just do some random bits throughout this one. Um, I did like this is one of our first times that we've seen Goku go out of his way to save a bunch of people. Yeah, because this is a like, really big get, mess. Yeah, we get the save the cat moment here with Goku. Is like after the explosion, we see all the Z fighters have flown off, grabbing everyone they could, and Goku's carrying like fourteen people. <laughs> Look, he's really strong. Yeah, so he just sort of dips them onto the ceiling, and he's like. All right, where are they? I can't sense them. He sees 14, 15 charging up their blast, and this is more or less when oh, he's no. like, yeah, they're androids. Um, and then he starts just trying to lead him away to confirm what he also thinks, which is that they are, uh, they're after me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and that's when Trunks ju jumps in, and we get our first bit of a fight here with... 14, 15 Trunks and Goku, which is a lot of reused punch cycles in this fight. Yep. Yeah, it's not very good. The yeah. setting's kind of fun because we never see city fighting, but no. Everything else is just kind of Yeah, boring. which will be. Yeah. Another point in its favor uh, is setting wise because we get a city fight, which we don't get a ton of except outside of like Trunks and his future. And Lord Slug, thank um, you very much. And Lord Slug, which Lord Slug had some of the best environments for a fight <laughs> so far, just in terms of being different, as well as we had, like, the Iguana Street fight, where there's, like, the cool neon lights in the haze. Mm -hmm. like, that that was actually neat. Um, and this one, we've got, like, a bright cityscape as the backdrop of this, like, big-ass fight, which is cool. Um, and Goku has to, like, lead him away, which leads us to the other unique environment of this one, where we get a fight in the Arctic. Snow which, fight, snow like, fight. Uh, yeah, has, like, never happened in Dragon Ball Z. Um, also, again, uh, Android 15 is, like, drinking out of a flask randomly during this fight, and I just have to be like, why? Uh, like, because, he... according to the wiki, he can be seen drinking from a small flask in the film as well, giving his character charm. That's one thing. It's certainly also giving a very him something. Funny... <laughs> There's also a very funny line where 15 shoots a blast at Goku and Trunks blast his blast away and 15 literally just goes, who blasted my blast? It's <laughs> like, this happens and that made me chuckle a bit. <laughs> um, But yeah, Krillin and Goku, or Krillin and Gohan follow them as Goku leads them away to the Arctic. As Gohan gets just gets to... really mean with Chi-Chi. Mm-hmm. But we do get, like, a shot back to Jero's lab as Jero's supercomputer starts, uh... Our boy is finally here. Waking up... Yeah, our final android. But what I fucking love is that the supercomputer that is left just starts screaming, I am Dr. Jero! I am Dr. Jero! I am... Like, that's, like, all it yeah, fucking cool, says. Yeah, cool, man. Is. We get it. <laughs> Nobody's Every here. Every time they come back to it, it's just fucking screaming. <laughs> It's Nobody's like, here, man. You can call why? down. It's the funniest bit in this whole movie. Every time it cut back to his computer, I was dying. <laughs> it's just like, why is this computer so fucking screamy? Uh, Dr. Zoro screamed like, a lot. 
not nearly this much. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good because it's always just like nothing is happening in the lab itself. So it's a very calm lab. And then you just cut to this fucking, you know, danger Will Robinson ass computer and just going, I am Dr. Shira. <laughs> like, dude, dude, it's okay. <laughs> just, you're going to lose. It's fine. That's the movie. <laughs> Mm-hmm. God, I just, I loved that. This is also we get, as they fly through the Arctic, 14 and 15, just fly through two icebergs to stop them, or through glaciers. Because, mm-hmm. again, they just are traveling in a straight line, whatever that means. <laughs> Which is super funny every time. They are robots. Mm-hmm. But yeah, then Goku and Trunks just proceed to get their shit wrecked. Uh, the tag team beatdown on Goku is fun, where they're just like passing each other, passing him back and forth between them by like punching him yeah. to the other one. Which is then when we get our introduction to our boy Super Android thirteen, or just Android thirteen oh. at the moment, oh. as he says an opening line that I couldn't not think about, which is, "If you can't handle the Indians, why bring out the chief?" Which is a hell of just, a line to just throw in oh, here. Perfect southern fried gibberish. It's wonderful. Yeah. And that's when they cut to him. Go And it's... So, Android 13. <laughs> yes, go on. He is a guy with a big old mullet. Big old silver mullet. Big mullet. Uh, tucked into a trucker hat. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, a red ribbon army trucker hat. He has no shirt on but a vest mm-hmm. he is just jacked to shit and like the poofy kind of like that uh, martial artist pants it stuffed into some boots uh is the best way i can think to describe him which that's voice wise yeah voice wise somebody saw the trucker hat and that was the entire <laughs> character they were like yes foghorn leghorn yeah, they literally give him, like, a fucking Foghorn Leghorn voice, which is a good time to remind everybody that these were dubbed in Texas. <laughs> so, whoever is doing this knows exactly what they're doing. Uh, which is so fucking funny. Um, I do also love that Goku throws out a quick line being like, Ah, oh, God, there's more y'all? Like, before they start <laughs> fighting. They're like, man, these androids just keep popping up. Um... And, uh, yeah, I was just like, Goku's getting tired of the number of rewrites this arc has gone through. <laughs> it's also um, just sort of like, no, the fighting and stuff is like fun to watch a little bit. They just don't go Super Saiyan at all. No, they don't. They just stay they just, in their base isn't happening, for some reason. Which is very weird. It's like, as you watch around, they'll, they'll just go Super Saiyan the little drop of a dime. They'll be like, ah, shit, any blam activating Super Saiyan mode. <laughs> Um, oh, things Super Saiyan must be activated now. Like, it is, it does become their standard just fighting form. And, like, you but, can kind of justify it for Goku, because he enjoys sussing out, like, his opponent for a good fight, but Trunks will just kill a motherfucker. And also, like, they're yeah. getting their ass kicked for, like, true. most of these fight till anything yeah. happens, and they just refuse to transform. Just forever. <laughs> and you're like, why? <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, I know why. Well, There's one we... moment in the movie where they yeah. want them all to transform at the same time, and Vegeta's not here yet. True. Yeah. Also, Vegeta and Piccolo. But then fucking... we get a oh, quick. Oh, it's so dumb. Oh, I was gonna say we get a quick philosophical debate between Trunks and Android Thirteen as Trunks is like, 
you're just slaves to the will of Dr. Giroux and his computer and like Android 13 class back and like segregation, racism, pain, war. These are what you do with your free will. <laughs> I'm like, this is, this is a lot more <laughs> you, than I was expecting out of going. this movie. You gotta keep you your free will, boy. Don't you lecture yeah. me with your $30 uh, get, haircut. <laughs> Goku <laughs> dies. <laughs> Yeah. To which then Trunks calls him a red ribbon redneck, and then they start fighting <laughs> and with again. the triple hard R. I can't believe he did it. <laughs> I would like to point out that um, on the fan wiki under aliases, red ribbon redneck is in his is in under uh, Android's thirteen page. That's so good. <laughs> yeah, I love when like Goku throws a blast at him and thir- uh, thirteen ducks it. Losing his trucker hat, which no. will not come back for the rest of the film. Um, but he grabs Goku by the legs and he says, and I quote, Well, dang it, boy, shoot! <laughs> is the first thing he says as he grabs him, which is just like, that's that's just comical. Uh. All I did was like, whoever did 13 in this movie just had a fucking field day with the material. Also, he keeps calling Goku a city boy. Which, like, Goku is the yeah. most country bumpkin-ass bumpkin in the show. Yeah. I do also love that Android 15, the the shorter one, he just keeps sinking into the snow at it's, various it's moments. It's such a good bit. It's legitimately <laughs> the funniest bit. Just lands, take a step, falls through the snow. <laughs> and that's no, like, like yeah, on Android 14, and then it happens again with Vegeta. It's like, <laughs> yeah. d- there's two dumb bits. That's the first dumb bit. The other dumb bit is Krillin just keeps sliding into things and like hitting his head and getting hurt and then coming back and just putting ice on it and those two <laughs> bits got me through this film mm-hmm. i was just waiting i was just waiting so long for something to happen <laughs> yeah god oh i also wanted to point out something that i thought was a funny observation from claire in that because we keep cutting to gohan and krillin watching and all claire said was like man gohan has a haircut that would kill it in 2023 true i was like yeah honestly yeah this this gohan look where he still has like kind of the shaggy half mullet not a bad look in this day and age and really (laughs) not a bad look in general it's one of the better gohan looks um but it's just very funny to me. I just wanted to make sure that <laughs> comment was shared. Um, but yeah, so the fight keeps going. Now Trunks is fighting 14 and 15 simultaneously, which I love. Like, he gets his sword caught, and, like, 15 just says, "Boy, the boy shouldn't play with knives, and then just beats the shit out of him for throwing the sword back Use at him. Use this fucking sword. Yeah. But these were some of the better shots in this movie to me. They were very smooth, good action here, even if it was just a kind of a beat down and nobody's turning Super Saiyan. <laughs> and then that's when an iceberg fucking explodes and Vegeta comes crashing into this movie hey guys, out of I'm nowhere. Mm-hmm. Now it's a fair three Which, on three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Vegeta gets his shit wrecked by 15 for a bit. But then right as 15 is, like, going to finish him off, essentially, Vegeta smirks, grabs him, and then is just, just powers up to Super Saiyan, finally, someone does it. Yay! <laughs> Which Trunks and Goku take as their cue to turn Super Saiyan. Um, <laughs> Yeah, which we get even, like, Krillin off in the distance being like, ah, little trifecta, Super Saiyan. It's like a ball of light with a light shooting out of it, and you're like, oh, okay, I guess I just wanted to have a, this cool shot. Not worth it at all, but 
Um, cool. Damn, man, it's almost like the name of this movie is Dragon Ball Z Super Battle of Three Super Saiyans. That is that the original title? Uh, yep, seems like it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it makes <laughs> sense. Uh, <laughs> but even then, we cut back to Robo Jiro again because I just have to point out because he's like power climbing. <laughs> and I'm like, stop screaming. No. <laughs> but also, never stop. Um. We also get a shot of, like, one of the blasts goes awry and, like, Krillin has to duck and... No, no, Gohan blasts 13 in the back, so 13 shoots back. Krillin has to, like, dive past it and he gets, like, his face burned by it. Yes. yes. So I was like, this is, like, a fun little shot here. <laughs> this is some it. good reactions and whatnot. Yeah, yeah it's the, like, Gohan runs up and just dumps yeah. snow on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, but then, right. yeah, they fire again, and he gets his ass saved, and Gohan's like, thanks, Piccolo, which Piccolo has not appeared yet, but Krillin's like, how did you know it's Piccolo? And he's like, I'm just assuming. He's the only other person on the planet. Um, Who else could it be? Yeah, which he's right, as Piccolo then comes diving out from under the glacier, You think this shit is Oolong, Krillin? Grow up. Yeah. And Piccolo says the funniest intro line that he could have, which he just looks at Goku and just goes... Oh hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> you all y'all out here too? Yeah. And then we get fourteen and fifteen killed pretty quickly as Vegeta and Trunks both do the like anime swordsman like glide past the other person and then they fall so in Vegeta half. Vegeta doesn't even have a sword. Yeah. I will put out the Vegeta one looks cool. The Trunks one is fucking sick. <laughs> I loved that <laughs> shot. Just as like thir or yeah, fifteen no fourteen turns around, sprints at him, and then when he gets about halfway between the distance between them, that's when like he falls in half and explodes, and then that's when Trunks sheathes the sword. It's gotta take a lot of that practice to get the timing for that, right? Right. But it was such a sick shot. That was it was around here that my girlfriend had to go do something, but she was like, "That shot was awesome." <laughs> Every movie's got a few so, good know, shots. There's there's this one had a bit more than the last one. I'm never going to be a big fan of the classic, like, samurai, but we punched each other. I'm like, this shit sucks. But um, I do like the trucks one. Yeah. And then that's when, like, everybody is now circled around 13, and they're like, your friends are dead. And he's like, good. <laughs> and then I love when they die. See, yeah. You see some nondescript metal parts from 14 and 15 get absorbed into 13. And this is the part... Actually, okay, Claire had one more thing that she said that made me laugh really hard. <laughs> because as he started bulking up, Claire's like, he's becoming more like a penis. <laughs> he's looking more and more vascular. Um, he's not I thought wrong. that was funny. He turns into... Blue? Yeah, bl he turns a real... I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. His hair... He becomes a yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh card, and I don't know how <laughs> else to describe it besides card. that. Right. I don't know. Yeah. You have to know to He's know. He's like but that's the best ogre man do. with orange yeah. Super Saiyan yeah. hair. Yeah, orange Super Saiyan hair, whited out eyes, blue skin, super vascular, really muscly. It's like if Mystique did steroids. I got a if question. Someone said, I'm, right in the computer, I'm, just I'm leave with this. A, I don't know why. We don't, we don't know that part either. But if someone said I'm playing the Yu-Gi-Oh card Ogre Clown, I would be like, yeah, it's that. <laughs> I would, like, fully understand. You're so fucking right. 
and I, I, I hate that I have to like agree and be like, look, if y'all don't know Yu-Gi-Oh, just look up some Yu-Gi-Oh card designs. But I'm like, this is you're so fucking correct. Just go I'm to mad. go to Google, punch in summon skull. If you and fuse you'll know the ogre, ogre battle number one and Dream Cloud, you get Super Android 13. Is it good? We then Not get... really. No, it's a really bad. It's early fusion Yu-Gi-Oh. It's bad. It's actually just fucking garbage. Yeah. You should not play this. We then get the most disrespectful attack in the entirety of Dragon Ball. Is like Vegeta charges him first, gets dived down to the ground, and as he's getting pummeled to the ground, Trunks tries to dive in, and literally just like Android Thirteen very casually raises one hand, key blast Trunks like off to the fucking stratosphere, and then finishes <laughs> dive bombing Vegeta. It's super funny. It's very it's very rough because he doesn't dive bomb me. Pancakes him. He doesn't even hit him head first. Pancakes him, <laughs> raises his hand up, and shoots Vegeta into Krillin, taking yeah. Krillin directly out. <laughs> yeah. There's a no way no Krillin going on. Krillin does a flip because Krillin's gonna hit an ice and he just flips over Vegeta, so Vegeta lands in the ice first and Krillin lands on Vegeta so he doesn't get hurt. <laughs> Very powerful fucking move. Also, the amount of pinballing that happens in this movie of people hitting things and sliding into something else is is incredible. Yeah, but unfortunately, Android thirteen pretty much stops talking at this point, but he does do some really good nose cells. He also dick punches Goku. True. Yeah, because we get two movies in a row here with just a lot of like crotch shots. <laughs> this one's rough. He just grabs him and he lifts his leg <laughs> to like expose his crotch more and then punches, like uppercuts him as hard as you possibly could in the dick. Uh, so the director for this one, <laughs> Daisuke Nishio, did this one and the last one, did not do the previous ones, and he also didn't do Broly. So I think this was just his gimmick to put like his little signature on the movies. Yeah, his signature is just intense penile violence. <laughs> But yeah, this is when we get the most padded out shot of the movie to me, because then it's like Goku lands and 13 follows him and 13 just keeps like shooting him down and then Goku gets back up and then he shoots him down and then he gets back up and then he shoots him down and then he gets back up and then he shoots him down and then he gets... It happens like nine <laughs> times. I like the part before like, that get... where Android 13 is just running after Goku as he's flying in the air, beating the shit out of him. But yes, it is Goku stands up, gets shot. Goku stands up, gets shot. Goku stands up, gets shot. It's like, you're like, oh yeah, okay. I, I mean, I get what you're saying. And then Goku stands up and you're like, okay, I, I get what you're saying. And then Goku stands up and you're like, okay. And Goku yeah. keeps grinning like, hey, I'm a little, you can't beat me up. <laughs> It, it does happen, I believe it's four times is the number. It's very weird. Yeah. You could do... Th it's like, you should have ruled a threes this, and they didn't. Nope. If you're gonna do it, mm -hmm. yeah. No, we gotta do three for the long shot, one for the close shot. And then Goku sinks into the ocean, does he hurt? But that means it's spirit bomb time, baby! Load it up. Also, mm. I love Krill that I As, try yeah, to now hit Android 13 with, like, anything, and then just suck and slips and falls like a dumbass. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, this movie really didn't have to do Krill in the way it did. Yes, it did. It's funnier that way. It is. Yeah, I'm just not come here. On, give my boy a break. Let my man live. But yeah. This is when, like, yeah, Goku is now building up the spirit bomb, which we get, like, a cool little shot of everybody back in the city, like, kind of realizing that like, Goku's drawing energy from him. Yo, what the fuck? Why do um, I feel slightly tired now? 
Yeah. But this is what we get. Uh, Goku's building up a Genki-dama, so everyone realizes what Goku's doing, and they've got to, like, defend him. So everybody here gets, like, a moment as they are distracting Android 13 from uh, Goku. And, and, uh, and Android 13 is just too damn strong. It is. There's yeah. a lot of punch, punch, I mean, punch. Fucking... Oh, shit going on. Yeah, Vegeta gets fucking banged <laughs> in the... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> snapped. <laughs> I wonder what break first. <laughs> Just fucking knees him. Your back, I mean, it'll, it'll, um, penis, trunks. it'll definitely be his yeah. back, because I don't think Vegeta will ever break his spirit. Nothing keeps that man down. <laughs> yeah. And then Trunks tra- delivers the whole, like, I'm from 20 years in the future, and you don't exist then, which I thought was a DBZAism, <laughs> but is in this dub. Um, we keep learning DBZ has a lot of jokes that are funny and a lot that are just straight rips from the movie that are also very funny. To be fair, we learned the same yeah. thing when we did Yu-Gi-Oh. That's what I'm saying. That's what's very, very funny. True. Yeah, like it's like you're like, oh, actually, these things are just very unintentionally funny as well. And Goku or Piccolo also gets to repay Goku in this by saving him with a full Nelson. <laughs> true. True. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> But that's what we get. Goku powers up to Super Saiyan while charging the Gen- the spirit bomb, which Krillin's like, ah, so he's pure-hearted even as a Super Saiyan. Uh, this will be refuted by every yeah, other time sure. this comes up in the series. Also, like, would being but Super does- Saiyan with the spirit bomb even do anything? Uh, yeah, you can't do it. No, I mean, like, but if you could, I don't think that would do anything, because you're just, like, throwing a bomb. <laughs> this is an idea that this movie does that I think looks really cool which is like Goku absorbs the spirit bomb and like uses its power himself mm-hmm. in some way Um, I just think it looks really cool and is very fun spectacle I get why it would never happen again because <laughs> yeah. it just introduces weird rules into the spirit bomb that don't like bear too much questioning <laughs> yeah don't want to deal with this shit anymore actually <laughs> don't we kind of yeah. get something like this with the uh... Future Trunks? We do in the anime only. Yeah. Um, But I'm like, I'm fine with this one because I can rule of cool this one to me. (laughs) I'm like, the rules they have established are enough that this, like, while sort of out of left field, doesn't feel out of the realm of possibility of Dragon Ball. And it looks really cool. (laughs) As, like, Goku, like, fuses with his spirit bomb creating like a golden sun-like aura around him all the rocks are just like breaking and shattering as he approaches which looks really fucking neat uh this is where like all the budget of this film went and it works <laughs> and you have Dr. Trigg going danger danger <laughs> <laughs> Until they get, like, one close-up shot of Goku with his teeth gritted in 13's face. It's just the scariest Goku face that's ever been animated. Ready to kill a motherfucker. Um, Yeah. And then just, yeah, 13 tries to attack and Goku just fucking slams his fist through him. And that, like... It, it The way it looks, it's almost like by opening that hole in his body, he created a fissure for all of this energy that's around <laughs> him to just start pouring into him and destroy him from the inside, mm-hmm. which looks dope as hell. This is one of my favorite finishers of a fight in the Dragon Ball franchise. It's too bad it's in this movie, <laughs> but it looks sheer spectacle. It looks sick. 
Um, True. It's where a lot of those grittier lighting effects really kind of play up or pay off in that you see the contrast. There's a lot of like good contrast because now we have this bright light against this more darkly lit movie. Like, yeah, it just, it looks really nice. Um, and then, yeah, Android 13 explodes. Dr. Giroux's supercomputer that thinks it's Dr. Giroux, uh, just dies. Can't handle the fucking mm-hmm. pain. Yeah, it just seems it can't handle the fact that Goku killed its boy. Well, but, that's okay. Um, it's still got Cell in the cooker. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks for Dr. Giroux then... here that that Cell thing also doesn't work out at all. <laughs> yeah. Actually, it, wor- it does work out. It does them... kill Goku. That's true. But it does show them then just, like, sitting out in the middle of a glacier because they have definitely melted the entire North Pole or whatever at this point. Yeah, but I love Gohan is the first one to see, like, off camera. He's like, what's up, Dad? And it cuts to the reverse shot and Goku's sitting above where Gohan is and he says, me! (laughs) And I was like, what? You fucking idiots. (laughs) It's a fucking dumbest. Spirit Bomb bomb took some brain cells with him. Goku didn't have that many to begin with. That's actually a clever joke from Goku. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But I do love we then get everybody in the hospital healing up because apparently there weren't quite enough sensu beans for Krillin. Womp womp. Um, but like, yeah, everyone, even Goku's like, you, Krillin's like, I didn't think you'd be able to hold in all that power. Goku's like, neither did I. <laughs> There's like a lot of great, like, just like what would be a good Goku line here. Just someone be like, damn, Goku didn't know you had it in you. Neither did I, guys. Like <laughs> a little a while ago. Could have fucking killed myself there. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and then that's when we get the last shot the of the film. The best shot of the whole which film. Is, yeah. This is the one that's very funny because it's just, it's Piccolo and Vegeta sitting back to back on a rock in the middle of the ocean. And fucking, I think it's Vegeta starts it. He's just like, no, that's the no, Piccolo. No, 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 it's Piccolo's. Piccolo goes, is it over? Vegeta, not until the fish jumps. Fish jumps. A fish jumps out of the water. Vegeta, it's over. <laughs> and and he says it like ends. super quick too because he's only got like a second before the credits start rolling. It's the most obviously this is written as a joke. There is no other mm-hmm. way to interpret this <laughs> other than this is like the truly the formation dub went wild with this one. This is the most wild they've probably got. It's just this fucking fourth wall breaking joke out of fucking nowhere. And like it's Sabat doing both the voices, so I like to think that he just like locked himself in a closet and was like, "No, no, this has got to be at the end." Hey, hey, it's not Sabat doing both the voices. It's Sabat doing both the voices and also doing the directing. Oh shit! No you're one right. could stop him He's if they wanted to. He's gone mad with power. He's also the fish. <laughs> <laughs> a true vocal chameleon. <laughs> Sitting there, Sabat, what are you doing? I'm locking the fucking room. No one's coming in. I'm cutting this movie. No, no. Yeah, it's a bad movie, but I do enjoy all the dumb jokes in it. Oh yeah, better than cooler. That's the that is most people come out of it that way. There's some good some good shots, some good choreography, a very fucking off the wall dub. Still not a great movie, but. The people who made it, the dub at least, seems like they had so much fucking fun with it <laughs> that it does make it pretty fun to watch. But yeah, that's our uh, 
That's our films for today. Don't watch them. I don't want to tell you. Yeah, just, just like watch a compilation of like Androids 13's lines, and that's that's all you need to do. Hmm. Think about what it'd be like. It if is some just southern a wild man one. Some southernisms at you and be like, "That's kind of funny." And you got you got basic gist of it. <laughs> I remember they have him. You say, "You daggum done did it now, boy." <laughs> the like DBCA dub, and that's just like completely on brand for how this character is played. And he says some shit like, "I'm gonna give you a like an ass whooping or something." And it's just very like, "What is this?" <laughs> I was programmed to kill your ass. Yeah, I was going to kill your ass. <laughs> what a dumb fucking movie. What a dumb <laughs> pair of movies. I'm excited to see Broly. So am I. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thomas it's is gonna indifferent. Be a, gonna Thomas is indifferent. <laughs> yeah, sure, guys, whatever. I'm fucking not ready for that. Hmm. Yeah, I'm... I'm I... I remember liking that movie as a kid. I feel like I'm not going to like it. Oh, like it's not going like, to be that good. Right level. I don't think it's going to be that good, I but like... I think the part where Broly comes in and starts hitting people, I'm going to be like, yeah, this is all right. I feel like it's going to be the epitome of, like, visual spectacle over all else. It had better um, be, because the so... writing in these movies isn't good. Yeah. So, and I know that we are about to get ready for the um, Broly's Mad because Goku cried a lot as a baby reveal. Oh, so that's going to be... Right into my yeah, veins. The writing is not about to improve. <laughs> put that, I feel like put that shit like sailing right into me. <laughs> yeah. Broly 1 is the like you either love it or hate it movie that I think everybody's kind of soured on over time. Or at least it seems like popular well, we've got opinion a better one as now. everybody grew up. Yeah, we also have a substantially better one. Um, I know some people miss original Broly mostly just because that whatever like um, original Broly was more bloodthirsty and whatnot and people want that I like new Broly because he's like a character <laughs> 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 like a three dimensional character with like a couple things going on um, they also just did the thing that made the most sense, which is just make him hate Vegeta. Yeah, honestly, but <laughs> we'll can be about Vegeta. But we can get into that when we get to the movie. Yeah, which we're getting ready to do. Uh, as I said, our next episode is going to be Broly and Bojack, which will be fun. Um, well, at least one of them will be. But yeah, <laughs> you're right. It's going to be Bojack. I've actually, I've actually never watched the Bojack movie, so I'm curious to watch through that one for the first time. Um, Gohan definitely kills motherfucker no real hard in that movie. Thank God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then I think we're done with movies? Uh, we can do Broly 2, maybe? Because it's Gohan and That Go is like grown-up Gohan, but it's before the start of Boo. I so would say that one's fuck debatable. it and bite the bullets on those movies. Like, just go ahead and do Broly 2. Do Broly 2. I mean, probably even Broly fucking 3 and shit. And then wait till the end of the Boo saga to do, like, the last few movies. But I would even probably fucking throw Bio Broly in there as well, honestly. That would give I us mean, two I movies. I hear Bio Broly is widely regarded as the worst. That's why I'm like, let's just get it over so with, and then we can just watch Wrath of the Dragon. And, and, and Fusion Reborn. Fusion Reborn. Which are two that people regard as like two of the best Dragon Yeah, I'm Balls like, let's just movies. like end it strong. Let's get through the fucking trail. Let's just get through it. We're going to spoil <laughs> ourselves on Goten. Oops, it's fucking young Goku. Did you like go Dragon on. Ball? He's hot. Yeah. <laughs> Looking forward to it. 
But I think that'll do it for now, unless y'all have anything else y'all want to say about. Don't watch these movies. Cooler and yeah, I think I these are really good. Actually, one... <laughs> yeah. If you're gonna watch one, watch Android 13, and even then, you better watch it dubbed, <laughs> just because there is a crazy ass dub for this. If you're gonna watch one of these, go watch Dead Zone. It's pretty good. I still like it. It's yeah. Still in my head is being a film I enjoyed. Hmm. Yeah, Dead Zone and World's Strongest. First two, still the best two. It's kind of fucked up. <laughs> That's where we're at. <laughs> it only gets worse. What are you talking about? We're going to have Broly come. It's going to be good. Guys, guys. <laughs> guys, come back. Guys, come back. Or at least going to get the Janimba movie, which I, I we all I keep hearing is good. But we'll see. Same. Mm-hmm. That's going to be for a which, while. Yeah. I have seen that one the most recently of the Dragon Ball Z movies before, you know, we started watching them for this. Um, I remember my overall thoughts were like, story is fine, which puts it above a lot of these. <laughs> which puts it in the top quarter. Um, visuals are top tier. Nice. So, I mean, <laughs> I'm might like, be the one best is, one yet, then. Yeah, some of the best effects and some of the best choreography to my memory. Um, and Gogeta's cool. We can all just accept Gogeta is cool. <laughs> I, don't think anyone, I don't think anyone disagrees on that point. So cool, yeah. they had to make him canon. I think what we, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, we can all just accept that sometimes we're just here for the cool punch guy, cool stuff. <laughs> I don't have to admit that. That's okay. I'm watching Dragon Ball. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah, story I, I just, stuff is fun. I know sometimes people are like, oh, it has to say something deeper. That's why I like it. I'm like, no, nah, sometimes I like it because it's cool. Sometimes <laughs> I, I just like it when a man stretches real far back and punches a clown so hard directly <laughs> in the face, it re-encapsulates his life. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> and then he comes back for now that five I'll... years later and goes, Have you seen Do you remember my balls? And the kid goes, No. No. <laughs> Redestroying his life as if he was hit <laughs> by a thirty mile long rubber fist. Yeah, that hit him harder. That hit Buggy harder than y'all any ever punch. Get, this y'all is y'all a ever get punched so hard y'all unlock magic. <laughs> Kobe yeah. has. God. But that'll be it for this episode. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.